Hi everyone. Welcome to tonight's episode of Dragon Mark Symphony here on Natural One Media. Uh, I am your DM for the evening, Dylan. Uh, and we are once again here to immerse ourselves into the fantastic world of Eberron uh, as Marshall steps away. Uh, Alright, so everybody, do you remember what happened last time? Absolutely not. Alright. Kevin, you first. What happened? We did a lot of stuff. We, Such as? Um, where did we end off? We finally got back together with uh, the separated members of our group. Um, we reunited at the cow's eye and started talking about stuff. And then we had an unexpected visitor appear. Who is the unexpected visitor? My favorite person in the entire world, Trist. And what did he say? Someone wants to murder me. Please help. <laughs> Alright, so Kevin, uh, go ahead and add five gold to your uh, coin total. Whoa. For a successful recap of the previous episode. You know, I love everything that you guys are doing. Uh, so, you know what? I don't want to be a threat anymore. I'm just going to let you guys go. <laughs> um. Yeah, my mom came to talk to me. Uh, she told me to stop picking on you guys. So um you're you're all good, I guess. Um by the <laughs> You uh I know I thought you were a total dweeb at first, but when you took off your glasses I realized you're actually a total babe. <laughs> and I think I wanna take you to the homecoming dance now. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know, it's just something about you. It's like changed. Maybe I've changed. Maybe I've but anyway. Changed. Uh yeah. As the only person who wears sun eyeglasses that uh that he uh, continue. I, I lost my glasses on. <laughs> yeah, I put my glasses on. Uh, so anyway, uh, as Kevin said, our heroes heroes uh went through the process of actually uh escaping from Matthias Caldrew's apartment complex, uh, so that they would not be uh implicated in the uh, serious incident that occurred there. They were able to narrowly escape. Uh, one group successfully breaking away uh, downstairs and into the crowd, while the other group ended up upstairs, uh, where they were joined by Deirdre, uh, a friend of Caspian's. Uh, that group made their way onto the roof and was able to sort of stealthily make their way uh, climbing down a downspout on the other side of the building uh, to sort of keep themselves away from the general public. Uh, they were very nearly about to be discovered by some guards until Dak, uh, with his quick thinking, threw a giant moat of fire at a uh, small pile of trash cans, uh, which exploded, uh, and they were able to uh, sneak away in the confusion. So... They, everyone was able to sort of reunite at Cow's Eye and began discussing uh, the direction that the group needed to take, whether they were going to continue with the initial plan to head south to the King's Forest so that they can investigate uh, one of the last known locations of some, uh, some of the registered warforged that were a part of Braylon's army uh, prior to the morning. Or 
if they potentially wanted to visit uh, a place called the Velvet Curtain, which exists on the north side of the city uh, and is run by a man by the name of excuse me, Ezekiel Eberson, uh, who potentially may have some ties to this mysterious note that was crumpled in the hand of the person uh, who uh, unfortunately made their way through a glass window uh, and into the presence of our uh, adventuring party. Just as they were about to sort of finalize things and uh, all head off to bed for the evening, every single one of them, definitely nobody was going to sneak out at all, uh, they received a knock from the uh, from the cow's eyes caretaker, uh, Missy, saying that someone named Trist had arrived. Uh, so, with some trepidation, they invited Trist up to speak with them, uh, and as Kevin accurately relayed, uh, they immediately requested your help. And so that is where we're going to pick up right from. Uh, Trist, standing before you all, looking slightly sheepish, um, hair still wild, uh, large mane of hair flowing about, uh, looking to you all and saying, I, I don't know, I don't know who else to turn to at this point. I just, I just feel like a lot's happened the past few days. You, is it cool if I like, can we, can we talk, can we chat for a bit? I like to imagine that at this moment, all, everybody's eyes just lock on to uh, Caspian. Everybody make a perception check for me. All right. Five. Perception, you said? Perception. Uh, it's 14. 19. Okay. I got a 10. Hmm. Everyone except for Seth, glancing over at Caspian, you see him. Uh, he is still sitting down. Uh, one hand is noticeably uh, resting near uh, a medium-sized dagger that sits at his waist. Uh, it's just sort of resting near the handle of it. Uh, the look on his face is that of an eagle uh focusing in on a mouse that it is about to catch uh his eyes are completely focused uh he is staring at Trith. his face is stone still you can't read any kind of emotion or anything off of it he's just right razor focused in on Trist right now uh as he speaks mm-hmm Set, you don't quite pick up on this, but that's probably because of the fact that Trist is the one talking right now, and it's, you know, kind of got a lot of your attention at the moment. I, I was going to say, that the role actually makes sense, because I probably wouldn't have even looked over at yeah. Caspian. I probably would have just been zeroed in on Trist this entire time. Right. Um... Uh, I would like to make an insight check on Trist. Very well. Go ahead. Yeah, no. I I don't pick up anything. Yeah, I'm just trying to... Um, 
I think with the modifiers, it ends up being a zero. So Ha-ha. I didn't roll a one. I rolled a three. So well. <laughs> I get my plus one to insight and then my minus four for being recently dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that doesn't help now, does it? <laughs> no, it does not. No, no, it does not. <laughs> uh, Caspian is going to speak up. He says, "Oh shoot! Did you bring anyone here with you?" Tris sort of <laughs> looks over at him, kind of like a like a slight coy smile. I was like, "Well, no, I, I didn't, I didn't. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just me. Uh, I didn't really wanna." You know, involve other people. I'm. I I, I do not know. It just seemed kind of kind of <laughs> a good idea to bring a whole troop along with me. You know. And uh, Caspian, without missing a beat, says, "You are currently uh, interrupting important Citadel business. I hope that this is something actually important, and that you are not wasting our time." And Trish says, "Huck." <laughs> By his sovereign. What kind of stick are you sitting on right now, Caspian? Aren't you supposed to be, you know, jovial type? You know, I came to you because I thought you would understand. Should I Should I leave? Was, was this a bad time? Well, Trist. You, you are technically, like, you did threaten us. I don't understand. What? When? Just now? No. When you let me go. From the hospital? I'm not following. We're not going to get very far if we're not very honest now, are we? We're just kind of in like... I just kind of am, like, tapping my fingers, like, getting that, like, really solid, like, nail sound on the wood. (laughs) I like to think that cough was real, too. (laughs) Just the awkward silence. (laughs) Broken by one cough. I'm getting a really uncomfortable energy going on in this room right now. Do you think I'm involved with the I I the reason I came to you got Hold on, can we close the door first of all? It is closed. Close. Okay. It closed as soon as he came in. Great. Thank you. Are you I'm assuming I'm assuming that you all are investigating what's been going on as of late? And I don't know if you've noticed, but somebody just attacked Matthias Caldrew. I I can't even get in touch with him. I tried sending messages to him, and so I can't get anything from him. Have you heard anything? You know what's going on? Because I... Any... Hello? Anyone? Is anyone going to say anything? Uh, Again. So what you're telling me is you don't 
remember the conversation you had with me this morning. I don't recall having a conversation with you this morning. What's my name? <laughs> okay, we talked about this before. So, <laughs> uh, Dak. That's the one. I immediately unlatch the door and go to shove him out. <laughs> okay. Uh, make a strength check for me. <laughs> violence, violence, violence. Uh, not very good. It's a five. Five. Yeah, he's gonna beat that. Uh, he, with an unexpected swiftness, uh, reaches one hand underneath, takes your wrist, uh, and it's a very, very slight movement, but he almost pulls you in closer. And he says, stop, 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 stop. Okay. I'll lighten up. Can you just, can you, can you just, can you at least help me out a little bit? Just, just promise me you help. I'll, I'll be, I'll, whatever questions you have, I'll answer them. Fine. I'll, uh, you don't gotta, you don't gotta physically threaten me. All right. I'll uh I'll kind of flutter over. Uh kind of put my by hands on his shoulders. Uh kind of just uh softly begin leading him towards the table. Uh, and while doing so just kind of be like right here. Why don't you take a seat? Uh, while doing so, I'm going to be casting Charm Prison. <laughs> he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> okay. All right. What is the... Uh... 14. Okay. He got a 20. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> Everyone I want to do this to fails us. <laughs> Charm person's tricky. Uh, I feel like it, it's, it's real, real rough sometimes because it it's so dependent on that wisdom saving. It's almost like any spell that has a save is dependent I, on yeah, the but save. I, I feel like it's <laughs> I know it's a re like, really cool, it's a wild concept. Spe speaking to my personal history of it is like I feel <laughs> like Charm person in general like. Something about wisdom saving throws specifically. I feel like I've had a lot of history of people rolling them really well when it's contesting against a charm person. Like the the odds don't never seem like they're really in your favor with that one in particular. I mean, you definitely got one charm person off pretty cleanly until uh, it ran out of time just before you made it to a city. Now. <laughs> And a dwarf had a really unfortunate timing for that. Don't. We're going way back for that reference, baby. We're, I, we're going. We're going back to the moment for for context for our audience. We're going In back me. to a moment 
that <laughs> happened very shortly before what I consider to be my favorite arc in the entirety of a campaign that Marshall ran for us. One of the first ones that I was a part of. I think this is literally uh, the second session that we did. Yeah, it was it was like the mo- right before like one of my favorite moments. But yeah, it yeah. Charm person can it can fail out a lot of times and then sometimes it works <laughs> and it becomes a complete disaster. Yeah. Uh but regardless, in this case, uh your charm person has failed. Uh, Trish is just going to say, thank you. Thank you for, you know, showing me kindness. You know, us theater folk, we got to stick together. Yeah, so part of my inclination for that is going to be, to be fair, but part of that I kind of felt in, and now the roles can always, like, roles are roles inherently, you know, even someone with a negative one, right, can get a decent, like, a high enough role. Like, being a 14 isn't anywhere near impossible on a die. Mm-hmm. But uh, the benefit or the downside was my part of my thought was that, that if he is just actually a no person, like, a just a regular person, that he would be more subjected to this compared to the Grand Wizard or this, you know, guy that threatened and, you know, and can shapeshift. Mm-hmm. Um, as that's happening, they're having that conversation. Dag has pulled out a copper piece and is using a uh, sorcery point to subtly cast um, Mind's Revelation, uh, which is text thoughts. <laughs> Okay. You you guys ever? Uh... No, we don't trust anybody, Dylan. Uh, there's ever I know but that's part <laughs> of it. Are you familiar with? Uh, there's probably another term for it that's used for it in the community. Yeah. But are you familiar with the concept of a spell well? A spell um, well? Not. A spell well? It's an it's an NPC, an item, or an enemy that the DM creates. Spell that there is just something inherently about it that makes player characters. Just funnel spells into it. Just one ah, after yes. the other. Be like, all right, well, so I'm casting it this on on this thing. I'm casting this on this person. I'm cast and they'll just go one after the other. Yeah. I'm curious I'm curious if this is gonna turn into a spell well situation. Well, that's about it. Cause I'm not I'm I'm not necessarily gonna continue to try that that route again. Uh, hey, if he's so. got any wounds on him, I'll sink some spells. <laughs> <laughs> Very generous of you. Uh Dak, what was that? Which spell specifically were you doing again? Uh, detect thoughts, which Dak knows yeah, as uh, Mind's Revelation. Yeah. You fucking, you <laughs> fucking naming. Dak is an edgelord. He is. He's an eye badge and everything. And a uh, tragic backstory and all. It's uh, less It's less edgelord and more artistic teen stuck in a history class. Yes. Oh, uh, man, do I love history, but uh, I'm not going f- too deep. I'm just getting the surface level thoughts. Like, what is, what's the most prevalent thoughts? Uh, the phrasing of the spell is, what is most on its mind at that moment? It being the target. The target being... Uh, 
whatever his name is because I'm drawing a blank right now immediately. Uh, Trist, thank you. I was about to call him Tw- uh, Twix. Uh, Left you or right, call him that. You can call right. him that. I think that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, and I knew that was wrong. So, uh, yeah, Trist, <clears throat> I'm just getting surface thoughts until I get the inclination to probe deeper, in which case he would have to make the uh, wisdom save. Oh my god. But you can get surface thoughts without having to have a role made? Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's Ooh. just yeah, it's just when you want to go deeper. The problem is obviously surface thoughts are the most manipulatable by someone, you know. Yeah. But and if you gotta be careful probing you... because if you probe, regardless of whether you succeed or fail, the target's gonna know that you probed into their mind. But with the surface thoughts, you don't have to necessarily. Yeah, no, it's pretty. Uh, it's the, pretty and the subtle spell meant that I didn't move at all when I cast it. Uh, right. I'm just holding a copper coin. If yeah. they're not, yeah, but the benefit of it is that if they're not particularly immediately expecting you to either or know that you're a spellcaster or have reason to believe that, you know, you potentially would be reading their minds, it even the surface thoughts can betray a number of things. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you go ahead and you cast your you activate your mind's revelation. Yep. Uh, yeah. What you get back, these surface thoughts, are ones of very persistent fear. Uh, these little bubbles and intercepts, these snippets, sort of floating about in your mind as they transfer over and it's a really it's an uncomfortable feeling it's like somebody is taking a radio whatever that is and they're uh sporadically cranking it up to full volume and then turning it back down and they're doing it at different angles of your head so you're getting these thoughts and like flashes at different parts like really really loud and then not there um And the thoughts that you're getting are, what the hell are these people actually doing? I need to be really careful about what I say here or they might kill me. I thought they were going to help. Maybe this is a bad idea. I need to talk real suave if I want to keep my head, apparently. This is nuts. Just stay calm. Just stay calm. Um, Bonus action. I guess okay. if this were a turn, right? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look over at Set, uh, who has the most um, connection to this individual from what we've seen, um, and we have to make a telepathic communication between myself and them, uh, and say they are truthful about them being afraid. I guess yeah. Well, I guess while you are. As you send that, my main question to him was then going to just be yeah the. Um, so I have a curious question, I guess first, just to potentially figure something out here. Um, when we went to the scythe, was that yesterday or two days ago? It was yesterday, right? Technically, I think it would have been techni- yesterday. That was technically yesterday. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I'll be like, 
Now, before this, uh, like, where were you yesterday around lunchtime? Where were you on the night of December 15th? Okay, yesterday. Gosh. This would actually be after we were introduced at the scythe. Which would also be after oh, it's embarrassing. Uh I uh if you recall Sandy Crodstock was there with me. I, well, both of us, I suppose, were in a pretty, uh, pretty rough state after that. Uh, he's really good at convincing you, uh, to continue to drink even when you probably shouldn't, especially when it's that early in the morning. Uh, Crodstock was really feeling the effects of the, uh, the drinks that he had had, so I took him back to his place of residence, uh, wanted to make sure that he got home safely. Hmm. So, after we were introduced, Seth, didn't you, didn't you mention that you noticed something? Yeah. Uh, the fact that I saw you walking away from our table later with a knife to his back. Now, before you respond to that, was that the last time that you remember seeing us? Was yesterday when we were introduced? Or have you seen us since then? Well, no, no, hang on. When I first met you all at the Scythe, that was before you had passed away. Uh, so technically, you, yes. The, the last time I saw you was at the Scythe. But the rest of you I saw at the Citadel. Uh, Matthias was there with me. That was when I offered to, uh, to, to front the bill, as it were, for, for your resurrection, Richard. Right. This doesn't necessarily explain the knife... When you say knife, do you mean like this one? And he's going to pull a small, uh, very thin, uh, pocket knife. Um, almost like a switchblade. Uh, very thin with like an ornate pattern on the, the handle. Um, you mean something like this? Is, is I that mean, what I... Even wrote, everybody's carrying knives on them. Is that right. what I saw, or what I, did I actually see, like, an actual dagger? It looks pretty close to what you had seen. Okay. He's gonna, he flips it so that the blade is in his hand, he's gonna hold the, the handle of the, the dagger up to you. I'll take Here, it take and take a quick look at it. If you'd like to, you can make an investigation check to see if you detect anything on the, the blade itself. Sure. Rolled a 15. 
investigation. So that's a 16. 16. Uh, no traces of blood on the blade, first and foremost. Uh, the blade is polished to a sheen. Uh, one, there is one edge of the blade that is noticeably duller than the other side. Uh, and the handle uh, has some wear on it. It looks like this this dagger has been in use for quite a while. Um, but no traces of blood. Uh, there's a slight silver inlay on the top and the bottom of the handle um, where the actual steel of the blade is inset into the handle. Um, and on there, you can just make out very slight traces of fingerprints. Um, smudging from, you know, probably Trist or whoever was holding the blade. Uh, but overall, it appears... <laughs> okay. Well, then why would you have been holding this to his back, turning and then winking at me as you walked away? Do you recall that? No. I... And I'll remind you, because I'll, I will willingly admit that I've done some crazy shit at some parties I I was inebriated at that time what's his mind telling me uh you are picking up at this moment surface thoughts did I do something bad do they think that I'm oh my god does this have to do with crowdstock is that why they're here um, uh, wisdom saving throw, please. You looking to delve deeper? I'm going further up I'm that ass. Deeper. <laughs> the rabbit hole is about to be dug. <laughs> Call me a gray because I'm probing that ass. All right. Okay, don't. <laughs> what? How about... Oh boy. I watched an Area 51 video recently, and that's it's on the mind right now. And that—that's—that's okay. that's all that you that's, needed, right? That was all that. That was, that, that was the only needed. requirement. Yep. My mind's a dangerous place. <laughs> it, it takes one video. Right. <laughs> uh. So that's a that's also a wisdom saving throw. Uh that is another twenty. I'm afraid. Stop. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. You, now, because I'm because I'm very conscious of this, I, I understand how this feels. Uh, he's rolled two 18s. I want to put that out there. I know. That's just what I'm saying. Stop rolling two 18s. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend this dude has amazing stats. He just happens to be rolling well right now. I know. I was going at your rolls specifically. <laughs> right. Uh, right, so... Well, the spell fully ends, then I have E6C of that. All right. Uh, and in... and right. I will point... follow that up with just a... Hang on. So, yeah. Um... Dak, can you go ahead and make an intelligence check for me? Sure. That's a four. <laughs> Three plus that's one. Four, that's a four total? Four total. Three plus one. Okay. I'm The reason I just like had a freak out moment there is because he also rolled a four. 
<laughs> but he gets bonuses. Uh, so unfortunately, he is going to suppress your intelligence check. Uh, by rolling an eighteen. By rolling, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus fourteen modifier. So <laughs> truth uh, is, it, it was worked from the start. Dak, uh, Dak, you. You and the rest of the group are treated to this this moment where uh, Trist uh, says aloud, "Does I- I'm sorry. Do you all think that I have something to do?" Do you all think I have something to do with uh, Sandy Crotstock passing away? That's part of the reason I'm here. I mean... I mean, I'm going to be honest. Um, <laughs> I'm less concerned immediately about uh, about Sandy's situation... Uh, Sandy, at this very moment, than more relating to events that happened this morning. That Which you say you know nothing of. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. That would have been a security deposit there. <laughs> no, well, I mean, there's nothing on it. I, I wipe it off because I have to, you have to wipe it off pretty much anytime you're done using it. But it, I would have been more upset that the glass pen broke. All right. <laughs> um, I, I thought you almost dropped your inkwell, which no. would have been bad. It's okay, you know what? Let's just um, let's just abandon all pretense here. Let's just lay it out on the table because I can tell you're all extremely suspicious of me all of a sudden. Let's just let's just let's just play this straight. Let's play this straight. I came here today because first, Sandy, who was a acquaintance of mine. Uh, and honestly could consider a friend, passed away very suddenly, followed very shortly by apparently an attack, when I've heard, on Matthias Caldrew, who is now missing. And I don't know. I don't know if it's like, a, if it's me being paranoid, but these are people that were connected to me. I'm, I'm not sure if they're targeting them to get at me or if, I have always been the target all along. Like I just I don't know. I'm I'm in the dark here. I don't understand what's happening. And I know that you and he gestures to Caspian, I know you've got your babysitters club with you here to try to figure out, you know, what's going on, something to do with the city. I mean you're Citadel folk, it's what you do. I just figured I I know you, you know me. I helped you out before, maybe you could help me out. All right. Yeah, for a moment, to allude, uh, help me deal with the situation that, at least personally, that I'm more concerned with. So I'll kind of, I'll just kind of sit on the table next to him. Um, let's wrap the. <laughs> no, I didn't flip the chair around. I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
takes off the, the good cop hat, puts on the bad cop hat. And then turns it backwards. Yeah, it turns it back. <laughs> Given the situation, I'm going to lay it out very plainly. And essentially we'll go as we as we may, because inevitably what I bring up may may help you. You are as you say you are. Otherwise, it will allow us to move more simply. So this morning, or we are aware of a conversation that Set had with an individual this morning. And the details of said conversation. One that puts a similar threat on the name of Trist. But in a different way, if you knew will. And because of that, that threat also has fallen upon us. So, my main motive here is that from this point on, I think we can speak fairly frankly and honestly and f and anything we don't need to worry about if you are the one that was in that conversation this morning you have no need to worry about a current mob against you as that would not behoove us in any way and if you don't know then I fear, I kind of look to the room, at, the room at this point, then I fear we may, or but I, then I have a bit of a fear that Set may have been shown a red herring. Wait, you're, you mean like somebody's impersonating me? Is... At least once. Now, if that did in fact happen to be you this morning and you're just trying to save face for those that, for the powers that be, if you will, it's not worth keeping the act up. It's not going, it's going to make our job significantly harder. But if it wasn't, and it is genuinely true, It would be, and like you're being sincere, and you absolutely were not in Seth's hospital room this morning. Then it, then it seems that we may have been forced into a diversion. To what end, though? What purpose? It's easy to keep a nose off away from something if we're if we're busy chasing you down, thinking you're connected to some nefarious guild or whatnot. When the nefarious one was just wearing your face. Oh. Okay.
You said you were trying to get in touch with Matthias, right? Yes, I, I... This was... Not too long ago. I... I was hearing about the incident that just happened at the apartment complexes. I figured I'd send him a message, you know? I mean, I had just seen him too long ago. Uh, I wanted to send a message to see if he was okay, but I didn't even get any kind of response back. I Believe me, if I could, I would, you know, send out like a scrying spell or something, but that's that's beyond my capability. Hmm. So you didn't send the message until after you heard of the incident? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, granted. If someone well. is playing a game, there is the possibility that the one that had sent, the one that had threatened you said, and the one that that attacked Matthias could quite possibly be the same person. Whoever it is is essentially sending us on some type of wild goose chase. Entirely possible. But the one to send us on a goose chase, just telling us to leave and not come back isn't the greatest way to go about it, but, you know, and the note seems to be in, you know, opposition to it, but... Note? What do you, what note? Right. Right, well, I can tell you this much. Last time we saw <laughs> Matthias, he was fine. Yes. Well, like as I mentioned, I feel that we should be sem we should be as frank as possible. And Caspian speaks up, not too frank. I know. None of us here are named Frank. Should be fine. Um, you know, I expect the doc to say it. I said it for him. It's fine. <laughs> Um, it's right. very I just, um, if it's just to note, essentially, so we'll, we'll put in the fact that we are intimately aware of the attack upon <laughs> Matthias. And we know intimately, and we know that they, as far as we know, as far as we left, or I should say, as far as, as far as we left them, they are okay. You, you left them. What are you saying right now? Because I'm not going to tell you exactly what he did. It's the whole point of the not entire part that Caspian was bringing up. I'm not telling you everything. <laughs> Because if you are, in fact, the person who not, is not who you say you are, and in fact you are still disguised and tricking us, that would do nothing. I don't. Madam, I'm not going to give you everything, madam. Madam, I, I apologize for interrupting. Please continue. Anyway, 
So as far as we left them, they were fine. Upon the scene, we were upon the scene. We had a note with initials that we do not know. What we are trying to configure figure out at this moment is if it's not even initials; it's just a letter. And they beckon. Or, sorry. Inevitably, they make it appear. Because um, whoever it was that threatened Set this morning essentially wanted us to leave the city and never return. On the other hand, another note required us to stay, seemingly from two different sources. Hence why I brought up the potential theory that it could be one source playing games with us. Or if there are two sources at play, there still may be some trickery in the morning. Which is why, as I brought up, if you were, in fact, the one in Seth's room this morning. I wanted to make it clear that if you were, in fact, that person, not being truthful about it with us now would only be detrimental to your own safety. Because if you are just Trist, I am sure Caspian would be able to help. The concern is when the person that was in the room this morning has your face, you can tell why maybe it would put us a bit on edge. Okay. So you found this note. And I'm just going to assume right now that I shouldn't ask you if I may see this note, considering that it is most likely evidence as part of a criminal investigation, and I, being just a lowly citizen of the city, rules-wise, that's probably not going to pan out, is it, Cass? Uh, and Caspian goes, you would be correct. So, no. No note for you. Oh, Sorry. No soup for you. I wish I could share the same. And when was... Uh, uh, things are getting fuzzy here. I just want to make this clear. When was the last time that you all saw Matthias Calder? What I would uh, say, like, 
I was going to say, I was going to let and I guess answer that one. Caspian uh, leans back in his chair slightly and says, Well, we actually saw him right before the events that happened. We met with Matthias. Uh, I just had some additional questions for him in regards to the resurrection ritual. Uh, we spoke with him briefly. Had a had a nice. Ch- we left. Matthias stayed. And in the process of returning back here, this establishment, we ourselves heard the news. The information was relayed that someone had attacked Matthias' complex building and he had escaped. Or believed escaped. I mean, he's, he's straight up missing at the moment. But we did speak with Matthias shortly before, before the events occurred as well. Tris says, all right, so we're kind of playing a game of who saw him last then. That's that's what's happening here. Why is that? Well, we're... Ch- I mean, we're trying to work out why Matthias disappeared and who was associated with him and who was involved with him prior to him disappearing. I mean, it sounds like you all were the last person that Matthias, or last people that Matthias talked to before vanishing. Which makes your newfound paranoia towards me even more strange. Because if anything, I feel like I should be suspicious of you all. Since apparently you were the last people to see a colleague of mine before they disappeared. <coughs> so what's what's the deal here? What's going on? We're not suspicious of you because of that. If you were actually listening to what Silva said, we are suspicious of you because someone who looked exactly like you came into my hospital room this morning shortly after being resurrected, told me to leave if I did not want to die, And I did not want the rest of the people here, excluding yourself, to die. And then I was told to leave and was released from my hospital room. As you can tell, I should probably still be in the hospital. Okay. So. I'm not going to pretend to know the answer to that. I'm not a doctor. This person. Were they in, like, a disguise when they talked to you? They looked like the doctor. And then they took off a disguise to look like you. 
physical or like magic? Just magic, right? As, Roll as a comic check for me. Okay. Ooh. I rolled a 19 Ooh. on the die, but ultimately that ends up being an 18. Very good. Uh, it was, it was absolutely, uh, absolutely magical in nature. A hundred percent. The way that the visage sort of dissolved away, the clothing, the facial features, everything. It was all uniform in how it sort of disappeared from the body in a way that would only happen either with magic or the inherent natural trait of, like, say, a changeling. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was absolutely magic that they were disguised with initially, so. That sucks. Because that means that this person, and I'm just spitballing here, I'm not the detective, okay? Uh, but, like, this person would not be limited to having to acquire their disguises from, let's say, like, a wardrobe shop or, you know, uh, a leather worker or anybody who creates clothes or, or tapestry, things like that. Like, this, this person probably didn't stroll out of Apple Furs with a, a healer's uh, outfit. Uh, it means that they they could be operating from anywhere and that sucks. Well, then I don't I find it very I guess this may be a semi unfortunate but maybe beneficial timing to bring up the fact that I when we were speaking with Matthias I did feel as though something was a bit strange about him. About Matthias himself? We were speaking with him. Uh, he just... Uh, his apprehensiveness, I guess, to... His apprehensiveness to utilize or showcase... Uh, you know, magic... A simple magic that Set was trying to do... Was this set of Johannes? Was set right? You tried to do the illusion. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's, you know, and when we tried to have him do something similar or show an example, he was very pressed upon not doing. Like he seemed to keep. He was avoiding it. He almost changed the subject and move. Tried moving along. Something that I feel like. Someone like Matthias wouldn't necessarily have a... I mean, he didn't seem that reserved about his magic when we talked with him in the Citadel. Sorry, what was the magic you were trying to have him do? Just, uh, he kind of turned an egg into a table. But it's just to create an illusion of it. And just That's illusionary magic? That's basic stuff. Any Practically anybody... <laughs> With some experience in magic, would be able to pull that off without a problem. Hey, now that that wouldn't be any trouble for somebody like well, Matthias or anyone. I mean, hey, now you spend two weeks learning about how to perform magic. They're going to teach you 
how to make one thing appear like another thing. You, at that point, you have to be an idiot to not to be able to make that work. Okay, all right. So sometimes you have to... Okay, you have to actually choose to do that anyway. Agreed. I can't do it. First, you were slowly, slowly working your way back into being in the neutral zone for me. <laughs> you just firmly... When? Firmly. Was I not in the neutral zone for you? I'm sorry. When I thought you we threatened just met, me. We just met. And out of the goodness of my heart, because I saw someone who probably have a bright future ahead of them, tragically had their life snuffed out, and I gave the means to have you be brought back. Why are you so... Trist. Why all this energy at me? Were you not listening? I guess not. It is really hard when somebody makes their face appear as though it is exactly yours. Uh, Up until this moment, was firmly under the suspicion that you were the person that was in my hospital room this morning. That is why you were firmly in okay. the I don't want to talk to you side. So let me, I, maybe, okay. So what you're getting at, and the point that has seemingly gone over my head until now, is that almost every interaction you've had with me was either me threatening to, or asking you to leave the town as soon as possible under a disguise, or threatening another person with a knife. Do I have that right? Yes. Well, well I don't know what to do about that because I that's not me. I don't do those things. Well, I, we, are, we were slowly getting back there until until you granted inadvertently disparaged my magical ability. Oh, did I did I hurt your feelings just now? Is that what happened? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh well, you know, you know what? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I inadvertently uh, made you feel bad about your arcane prowess because I myself am going through a lot of tension because I feel that my life is at risk at this very moment. Well, Our lives are at risk. <laughs> All right, all right, we're getting on topic here. <laughs> now we have something in common. <laughs> now, um, for the record, I never trusted that other Trist that said he was going to kill him. Well, I, I always thought you were a great lad. <laughs> Did you? Well, I guess that? I wouldn't expect them to. <laughs> no, I was the only one that saw him. <laughs> Right, uh, when you were saying, I didn't make no sense to me that he would pay for your resurrection when he wanted you dead. I said that. I believe this tryst. I think he's the real I mean, one. I get that. The excuse that he was the excuse that he was given wasn't necessarily the most out of out of question. You know, logically, you know, but it, you. I mean, I didn't. I didn't ever believe that you were wrong and that it's strange. It was always strange, but I imagine, yes, that, like, because clearly, like, 
yes, it makes sense because like the concept that he would want it, you know, he wouldn't want attention of his existence drawn further and then just wanted us to leave so that he can do whatever he wanted was made sense in it on its own. But you're correct. You're correct, Nathaniel, that it also makes and inherently it does make more sense that that it would be the situation that we currently are pretend are coming to an understanding of it likely being <laughs> in that a real tryst paid for the operation and then a fake tryst spoke to set in a way to get us essentially make us probably if anything essentially betray him and because we would have some type of animosity you said that this person who was pretending to be me met you in your room in right. your hospital which means this has to have happened after you were successfully brought back from the dead that is correct right. and all of you would know that I, I, I've just recalled this, I left with Matthias Caldrew. We were going to be meeting up again later today, but before then, we split off, we left the Citadel, and I believe I mentioned as much to the rest of you, uh, prior to this happening. I mean, whoever this person was, it's entirely possible that they went into your room after I was already gone. That's entirely possible. Well, yeah. I mean, essentially, I mean, that was the, the thing. Point of the it, wasn't, it wasn't strange for you to have come back by the time that we went into the room. Like, enough time had passed, had it not? I'm more looking to the, the rest of you is in the party that's not set because obviously set was not aware of the time of his resurrection versus when we showed up in the room. <laughs> the deer head pops up. Oh, by the way, it's 3 p.m. And he just like, pulls back. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> you, you started the conversation with the deer is like, oh, yeah, just so you know. So it's 11 a.m. right now. Uh, anyway, blah, 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 blah. When, blah. when you wake you, up, right, it will be this up, time. Be, yeah, when you Would wake you like up, to use it's going to be one. Time? <laughs> yeah, when you wake up, it's going to be it's going to be one in the afternoon, actually. So, What's your name? The Are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess, Dylan, if Would anything, like me to say how money long for were it? we waiting? Like, how long were we waiting from supposedly him going, essentially, like, us being like like them leaving and us being like all right we have to wait for a minute and us going into the hotel or in the hotel in the hospital room how much time had passed between that so if you recall so you were brought up to a a meeting room almost kind of like the one that you had originally been introduced to each other in yeah um you were there i want to say for the better part of like 40 minutes Hmm. That does somewhat change my feelings in this situation. Now that I think about it. 
So they were in the room for 40 minutes, and this was that 40 minutes was after they split off from Matthias and Tris. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. That's long um, enough. Yeah, but look at the map. <laughs> to go from the Citadel to Matthias's apartment. I mean, I guess it's the thing. So, Tris. When you left with Matthias, did you walk with him to his apartment or? Oh, oh, sorry. No, I didn't. Like I said, we were we were planning to meet with each other later today. Um, right. Not this morning, though. When we split off, uh, he my understanding was that he was returning to his apartment, but I, I didn't go go with him. Okay. Well, unfortunately, in that scenario, then yes, it, it wouldn't necessarily, then that doesn't necessarily put you out of the realistic ability within 40 minutes to be, to have gone outside, come back, come back up towards the, the room, um, the, to enter with us into the, the room, it's into his hospital room the first time. So I was trying to necessarily find like an exact, oh, clearly this, you know, clearly this means there had to be a this had to be a body double, but no. I mean, it is realistically possible that a a real you could have done that. Um, I mean, here's the thing: with the magical prowess that this person has, they could have just gone from one disguise into another and oh, just yes. made it look like they were dropping disguise. So that part is entirely feasible. Right. I was recently resurrected, still am, and was under quite a bit of duress, having recently been resurrected. Did not think about that that could have been a thing. Well, I wouldn't I guess at I the wouldn't, time. I don't think many people would necessarily have thought that. I think most, if I had to guess. If I, my line, I think most people's line of logic, if one person goes, removes a disguise, that they're being shown the person that is wearing the disguise, not the extra layer on top of the other disguise. I'm, listen, I know, I know magic, but I'm not a seasoned practitioner, nowhere near what Matthias can do. Is it possible for someone to magically place multiple disguises on themselves is that something that can be done not necessarily so this, multiple disguises but transition from one to another okay i was gonna say this is the moment where i'm going to inside check it oh <laughs> uh, yeah go ahead Please. it's it's that line because everything else you know obviously he could act pretty well or he could be you know seemingly distracted about other things but if if he is the one you know doing all of these disguises then that should be a stupid question <laughs> right and he should feel like he has to pretend to ask a stupid question so if i nail this this should be this logically to me should be it uh and it's 22 <laughs> wow is a I rolled the 18 and now, feel Dylan. bad about it. <laughs> I rolled the 18 this time. I do. I do just want to want to mention real quick that I I truly do love uh 
having sort of noir be kind of like the thematic backdrop for the Eberron world because yeah. it it so strongly encourages players to like think about everything that has occurred and if there's any kind of discrepancies or anything at all. Um so you got a 22. Mhm. There's a visible bead of sweat forming on Triss's forehead as they ask that question, and their voice is like shaking slightly. You pick up on it. it's the the question isn't being asked with any kind of confidence, and that could be you know coming from someone who is genuinely ignorant of the topic. Uh, but it is. It feels shaky in another way, too, that you can't quite pick up on. But some something's off. Definitively, something's off. Uh, all right, we're going to be... We're going we're gonna to be putting on the performer's charm here. Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> and I'm just gonna kind of, I'm just gonna kind of lean in, uh, put a hand on the shoulder again because I'm still sitting next to him on the table, so relatively like opposite him. So it's just gonna be kind of that forward, you know. Ma'am, you're shoulder. very, you're very touchy today. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's <laughs> see. Look, it's all right if, you know, it, the the question, you know, I know these questions necessarily seem strange, and but, you know, you don't necessarily have to, like I said, you, there's, there's no concern about needing to worry about, you know, whether you do or don't know anything <coughs> particular about, about magic or whatnot it's about you know in the end clearly what's going to help you is going to help us um so if you i mean you're friends with matthias right so if you were to you know know a little bit about magic i would necessarily wouldn't necessarily you know i wouldn't put it past you right well yeah it's it's not just that though i mean i no i i did go to college myself actually the the theater thing's not just a fluke i i was i attended a bards college for several years so and what was it that you studied This is going to sound so cliche, but I mean, I loved acting. I loved using magic to enhance visual performance. It's one of the things that drew me to the scythe in the first place. I mean, it's one of the few historic theaters left in this nation uh, that honors and respects the use of magic to 
accentuates and illuminates the performing arts. Uh, you know, none of that hackneyed nonsense they'd try to pull off as fine art over at the Velvet Curtain. You know, what we do at the Scythe, it's, it's real, and the magic of it is real as well. It's not just for show. Speaking of for show... <laughs> <laughs> Should I make another insight for this? What are you looking to insight specifically? Because I know it could be a great many if things. If he's just Whether... clearly acting or not. <laughs> Whether or not the scythe is an equity theater and he gets union fees. Yeah. Now we're getting into it. Now we're getting into it. This was secretly a campaign about uh, theater politics and uh, actual unionizations. <laughs> I mean, with how it's been going so far, you know what? Yeah, no, it could go that route real fast. You never see it coming. Uh, you never see it coming. Go yeah, ahead and make acting. I will allow you to make another insight check. Okay. Shout out to my uh, to my roommate and sibling in law Tony, who taught me what equity theaters mean. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, insight, insight, uh, it's plus four, so 19. 19. Uh, he, <laughs> there's a thing that happens, so as, as Tris is talking to you, <laughs> like, you can tell he's using a lot of, like, big words and really, like, emphasizing his speech. Like, he's really trying to play up, like, the, the fine art, uh, of, of the theater and, and the authenticity of it. And there's a, as he's talking, he notices that you're just kind of, like, That, like your bullshit meter is just going off the charts and he he slowly stops talking and he's like look uh, fine <sighs> you I I don't remember everything from the from when we spoke at the site but you used to work there right yes okay <laughs> So you know how these things work. You know how the business goes. Look. I know illusory magic. Because I've known it to be used specifically for the art of performing. Actors these days, they don't just use glamour weave and physical props. They use magic as well. It's a part of the practice. If you don't do it, you're behind the times. <laughs> right. So do you use magic to do uh, outfit quick changes then? Yes. Smarmy. So you would understand the the process of... I, but I've never known an instance of layering uh, tr these illusory transformations on top of each other. It sounds like would it not I, just I be... say it sounds like magic, but I'm specifically making the case that the, there's no magic I've heard of that works like that. Well, and I mean not to not to put you on the spot here necessarily, but when you were asking the question you, you did you seemed a bit put off by the question, by having to ask it. <laughs> I, 
Um, we're we are rapidly approaching territory that I am not familiar with, and it is making me very uncomfortable. I think after this, I'm going to have to take a long nap and rethink my career choices. Um, through the telepath connection with Set, uh, Dak for clarification has yes. <laughs> What's I'm, you, you I, I want to double check because I I'm trying to recall if when you probe and that probe fails, if that cuts off the entirety of the connection, even the, the shallow level. Uh, yeah, the spell that's has ended a long time. He also had a telepathic communication with me. That's right, you had the telepathic yeah, communication. That's, that's the thing I'm going to. Yeah, where I, where Dak uh, asks that through his mind, is he angry because of his magic enhancing his performance? <laughs> That's it. That's exactly I will it. physically <laughs> turn and look at Dak and just go. I don't think any of us really knows Dak. And I will say that out loud and just go, we're going to hold those kinds of questions for later. Just to unsettle <laughs> Trist to the maximum. Are you? Is, I'm are also going like to look at you very confused. I don't know. Um, either way, I just stare at Trist without blinking. <laughs> it's really, it's really I, easy with I'm one like, eye. Yeah, I'm just like I don't know. Either way, the main thing I feel like I at least tried to instill is that at least at this point. You know, inevitably, if you were the one who was in the room this morning and you were under threat by the one then who had also attacked Matthias, you know, as much as, you know, as Sandy was clearly in some type or very likely in some type of similar threat then I, I feel that I'd already would have implored the importance of why continuing any form of disguise of, you know, would be, or disguise or or at least like, you know, acting specifically of, of innocence towards that that event mostly just wouldn't benefit anyone, yourself included, because inevitably... The thing that matters here is that in either scenario, we are under the belief that essentially that Trist is attaining ownership of the scythe. This is true for the Trist that apparently that acted upon this morning, and the Trist that that we have up known of up to this point. So because, and this person who, the person who attacked Sandy and potentially attacked, uh, potentially being the same, if they're the same person that attacked Matthias, would still put both the person that threatened Set, if they, if you were the person that threatened Set, no matter what, it puts that person in danger. Whoever is claiming to be Trist in danger, Right. Hence why I brought up that if you were in fact the person that was in Seth's room this morning, 
that lying about it now would benefit nothing because it would only throw us more off the trail. Now, if you were not the person in the room this morning, and you are in fact the real Trist who did not threaten Set, then that is fine. We know that, and then we know that you are in fact in need of protection. Much like apparently we were. We are. Some greater capacity, apparently, uh, because it's with somebody who can turn into anyone. <laughs> so, this is why I bring this up, and this is why I continue to probe the disguising and acting, because I wish to implore that essentially that if you were the one who was in the room this morning, there's no sense in continuing the charade, and if you are not then we are at least understanding of what the problem is. Because the last thing we need to do is go through a bunch of candy crumbs in this trail along and eventually find ourselves looking for the one who asked us for help in the first place. <laughs> and then you end up in danger still <laughs> because we've been thrown off this massive red herring. <laughs> so that is why I tried to employ early on that if there was a charade at the moment that it's best just to leave it now. And if there's not, then at least we know where we're going now. I... I... was at the Citadel this morning when I saw the rest of you. Right. But... at no point... Did I enter this person's hospice room? Never right happened. Mm -hmm. How have they been re reacting to me being called set? Because I don't think that was ever no. revealed to this tryst. No. No, it was. Was it? It happened when we were going over the, the money thing. But was it, though? It was. But then why would they have called me Dak at the start of this? That's why I just wanted to... Great question. ...not be talking with Great them question, and Seth. just leave them. Great question, Set. Great question, Set. <laughs> this is the part where the DM tries to keep a straight face and just fails, utterly. <laughs> hey, great question, Set. <laughs> Hey, Trist. You ever heard of Bofa? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, that's like the perfect time. Like, that's the perfect time. I mean, Dax stares quietly and intently. 
Sorry, please set. <laughs> Allow us to move on. Trist. I will repeat my question from the moment you walked in this room. Who am I? What is my name? It's really great because we haven't also said his name this entire time. <laughs> Who are you? He kind of sits there silently for a moment. Uh, just focused, attention focused completely on you. Face difficult to read. fuck was that <laughs> nathaniel falling asleep okay <laughs> it's like it's like what was that noise my sinuses aren't great all right i'm sorry it just scared me your name far as i can tell is set Has a nice ring to it. I will cast Minor Illusion. Interesting. To okay. form the thieves can't symbol for a seven. And you're going to have this be visible to everyone at the table. Yes. You all see as a this sort of visual Whirl appears and forms itself into a set of like scratches, markings, uh, made out in the in the open air. Go ready um, for combat before we go to bed. <laughs> does anyone here read or speak Thieves Can't? Um, big no. Let me double check. You should. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I was gonna say you should. Fuck! I keep this is the second session in a row. I remembered that I've forgotten to put your goddamn fucking your your subclasses in your title. I love it. <laughs> uh, Dak doesn't know uh, these can't play. He does minor illusion. Sorry, it's not minor illusion for him. 
Uh, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does cast blessings with the last uh, sorcery uh, point he has, so that he can copy the image onto his hand for later. I'm glad you used your last sorcery point before the, co- the so, end of the combat. <laughs> yep. I have no other reason to use it. So for Dak, oh, uh, we'll be fine. Sova, Nathaniel, uh, this is just a, a weird uh, marking set of markings that have appeared uh, in the air now. Johannes, you recognize the thieves can't for the numeric value seven. Seven. Uh, and set, you notice a slight bit of movement to the side of you as you see Caspian unsheath his dagger and place it in front of him on the table and say, I think that's enough. Uh, Tris just... at him and goes, "What are you, what, what is this? What's happening now?" I'll just go twist my hand and have it disappear. What is Caspian? What do you mean, Caspian? I mean, that is enough. Mr. Triss, if we have any information for you in regards to the investigation into Matthias Caldra's disappearance, as well as the death of Sandy Codstock, we will inform you as we are able to within the limits of the law. Until then, I recommend that you return to your place of residence and that you take great caution in where you go over the course of the next few days. The Citadel may have additional questions for you. Trist sort of blinking looks around. Did I did I say something wrong? Honestly, well, none of this is adding up for me. I Alright. Fine. But you'll find I sh- you'll find that I don't know what necessarily the symbol had to do with, but I find myself similarly perturbed at the fact that that's not the name you gave when you came in. Sorry, what? When Set asked you that question upon arriving in this room, you called him Dak. Well, can you, I mean, can you, can you blame me? I, when we first met, that's how I was introduced. You know, first impressions are everything. I, I, uh, honestly, when did this become about, about names? I. Seems to be rather important. It's not about names. It's about information. 
information that you clearly aren't giving me unless it's in the form of unintelligible oh. scribbles what the hell was that okay so my my thing is yeah the i wanted to in, i was gonna try to insight yeah his fucking line same of, i want i want his no well not even the scribbles part uh that that part isn't what i was going it was the first part where it was the like the like why are we all up on names <laughs> for me it's the scribbles okay all right uh, here's how it's gonna work. Uh, I'm gonna allow both of you to make insight checks. One of you is gonna make it at disadvantage, and you gotta decide between the two which of one you is gonna be. Oh, um, let's let's say let's say you said. Oh, I mean, I have a I'm gonna have a minus three to my rolls, regardless. Yeah. I, oh, I was gonna say because I, I also rolled so. <laughs> Oh, if you already rolled, I'll I don't want to roll again. Yeah, I'll take just dis- I'll take disadvantage. I really don't want to roll again, <laughs> <laughs> and have to not have it <laughs> because Marshall got a one and he really wants it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we'll go Get with the cops called. Comment. This would be a great time for cops to show up. It would be, <laughs> be very. Funny. Yeah, I ended up with a seven. With disadvantage. All right, cool. I nat twenty, so I oh, have a twenty-four. Twenty-four. It is, it is kind of poetic, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you the symbol. I have discerned nothing else. <laughs> of course. Wow. Did he also net 20? <laughs> I'm getting no. the probe ready. Okay. Did he roll one <laughs> no, in the 50? <laughs> oh, okay. I say, did he roll a one and then a 50? <laughs> that would also be fun. That would be great. Uh, Set. Yes. You... In- in this moment aren't able to pick up on he seems really like perturbed and upset this this could get violent in a moment uh scribbles aside he seems like really exasperated now like at the end of his rope uh silva whatever was on those scribbles uh clearly has affected Trist in a big way. Maybe he wasn't showing it at the first moment, but now it is it is abundantly clear. Uh despite your very uh despite your your continuous attempts to persuade him that it would be best to to tell the truth it is clear that he is still keeping some things to his chest also he did a hundred percent say Dak initially uh there's no there's no doubting that that is a hundred percent I'm going to kind of, yeah, just kind of, I'm going to more just kind of position myself or like rotate myself kind of between him and the door. Okay. What did the simple mean, Trist? What? 
Are you are you threatening me? What's happening here? Caspian, do something. Caspian, what the hell is going on? Uh, and you see Caspian sitting there, hand on the dagger that is on the table. Silent. What did the symbol mean, Trist? I don't know. It was a bunch of nonsense. I don't know. Don't give me that. I know an actor when I see one. As soon as, like, Silva's doing this and seeing that Caspian is just holding his hand, I will also be on guard and readying to draw my weapon at any point. Okay. Triss goes, uh, okay. I've had about enough of this. I came to you for help, and you have done nothing but riddle me with questions and accusations. I'm leaving. I, I don't want any part of this. I just want to run my business as it is, if I never see any of you ever again, great, fine. You all have a lovely day. Caspian? He points at Caspian. I expect better from you. And I know the rest of the Citadel would as well. This is a clown show that you have going on. There's only one clown. And I know a thing or two about clown shows. And he says that looking at Silva. Oh. Oh, it's like that, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, it's like that, isn't it? (laughs) Ah, Trist. Uh my darkened eyes to kind of just like more deeply kind of I just kind of like get move a little bit closer kind of ensuring that my like darkened eyes kind of I'm 100% going to be going for intimidation on this by the way uh, but I'm uh, essentially yeah like I'm going to get to him and be like now we don't want to bring I don't want to bring name calling into this I just wish to know you seem to what did that symbol mean that's okay yeah I'm rolling the intimidation (laughs) yeah go for it try to intimidate him Uh, absolutely okay um I don't know how that's the problem is I never know how strong it's it's the do I want to try to go with the hero point or like the sorry not the hero point but the like inspiration die thing or or not (laughs) with this uh what are some of the benefits of the inspiration die again it's been a minute (laughs) it's the the actual inspiration die itself well like because are you like is it is the inspiration like inspiration is how you're operating with like the kind of like the hero point system right or 
kind of like what we kind of which was what the one we did in the first Eberron thing was based on or is yeah, it correct so the in the original the original Eberron uh miniseries that we did uh you're the toad we had the imagineering system which is the homebrew system that i developed uh we are not using that system for this campaign okay i thought i remembered that we were potentially we replaced using something with it, it but it's been it's been swapped out for the crew fire system um okay which i, I talked about with you guys in like the sort of the the beginning process of of discussing the campaign you haven't yet had an instance of it occurring in the campaign itself but the crew fire system is the new homebrew okay. system that we're but it's not with. related to uh inspiration correct got it i mean the role is pretty good <clears throat> and you know there's no way he gets another nat 20 right <laughs> can find out i'll just roll with it so 18 uh you see trist takes a step back he is visibly very uncomfortable very frightened i'm still um, giving him the numbers mason <laughs> despite being much taller than you uh he seems to shrink in your presence What are you going to do to me? Just answer the question. What are you going to do to me? It's a simple question. What does the symbol mean? I, I don't know what it means. Look, I've seen it. All right. Fine. I've seen it. I'll admit it. I've seen it before. Hooligans scrawl stuff like that on walls thieves people that are marking out a, a, a joint that they're planning to case later somewhere that they're going to steal from most people think that it's graffiti art but I, I, I know what it is it's, it's, it's what you use to mark somewhere that you're going to steal from or a target that you're going to murder So why didn't you bring that up? Why didn't you just say that? It's a simple because answer. Because I don't want to be associated with thieves and murderers. That's why. You can see scrawlings anywhere. Just because you have seen something on the street. Not those ones. Those ones that you just made. Those are used by thieves. They are used by people who intend to do harm or take things. And you, and he points at Caspian, willingly or not, apparently have a thief in your employ. Maybe you should spend less time threatening people like me and pay more attention to the actions of people like them. And you That was a gift. 
bringing you back. No strings attached. But maybe I really did throw my money away. I'm leaving. Step aside, please, or I will call the city guard. Me, knowing full well in my mind that they will not hear him from it. <laughs> I mean, I at this point, I know, I relatively know Caspian is like kind of done with us dealing with this, but I so like I'm just gonna move. <laughs> It is just funny to me him to hear for me to hear him say that and it's like we're in a silence room. <laughs> uh as you move aside, uh he reaches for the door and opens it. Uh as he does so, he actually there's like a slight pause in his step. And he does look to you and he says I'm sorry if I implied that you were a clown. <laughs> I'm sure you're actually a wonderful and very talented musician. That was out of line for me to say. Good day. And he is going to wrench the door open and without even looking at any anyone else storms out. Johannes. Yes. Was muted. Do me a solid because yeah. of your seating position at the table. Uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check, please. Okay. Fifteen. Roll a perception to see how how angry Caspian is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna send you a message real quick on Facebook. Over to whisper. Whisper, whisper, whisper. I'm opening a tab. <laughs> Be careful, Bennett. The minute you open that, you open that link. All your information is going to be grabbed by Dylan. <laughs> He's got it in with the Zuck. I do like that he did give straight up though, give us the uh the good day to you, sir. The Willy Wonka give you good day to you, sir. You get <laughs> I actually did in, in creating this character without giving anything away, uh one of the the real life figures that was kind of like a basis for the character was Gene Wilder. Oh, hey, there we go. The, the wild, over the wild, uh, the wild main of, of movie. kind of came from that. 
All right, we need to look up every movie Gene Wilder has been to get the <laughs> <laughs> A good very many of them. <laughs> so, Trist storms out, leaves. Uh, Caspian looks to you, uh, set and says, close the door, please. Up close and bolt it. <clears throat> well, Let me make something very clear. The way out. Let me make something very clear. I've had to interrogate a lot of people in my time of handling investigations. You don't have to have my experience to recognize that half of the things that he was saying were complete and utter bullshit. There's multiple things here that aren't adding up. But we also can't threaten a public citizen, nor could we put them under arrest in any capacity. A significant part of the job that we are doing here, the job is meant to be kept in secrecy. Technically, we are not here right now. I'm sure it's really frustrating that we weren't able to get more answers out of him, but I could not risk that situation escalating any further. Set? Yes. I understand that you have been through more than most of us will ideally ever go through in our entire lifetime. But between our meeting with Matthias and now, you've been making a lot of choices with your magic that at some point are going to put us in danger. I need you to try to keep a steady hand on this. Understood. I don't think any of your suspicions are unfounded. There's a lot of gaps in his story. A lot of things we don't know and a lot of things that he should know and apparently doesn't. And there's a lot of connections here. Too many to just be a coincidence. I don't think... As much as I hate to say this with how much we already have on our plate, I don't think we can just consider... We have to, at some point, find Ezekiel Everson. We need to pay a visit to the Velvet Curtain and we need to figure out what's going on here. And set. I also know Thieves. You should be very careful about what you say 
and what you don't see for your safety. And he takes his dagger and stabs it into the middle of the table. And that is where we are going to end tonight's session of Dragon Mark Symphony. Not even remotely how I expected or anticipated it to go. Uh, you all continue to take me on an absolute wild ride, uh, but it is insanely fun nonetheless. Uh, thank you all for playing. Thank you all for watching. Uh, and remember, there is a difference between highlights and eyeshadow. Do not get them confused. <laughs> Please. If you don't know how, have somebody. Sh All right. Good night, everybody. I just Bye. drain it on. Go, go full emo. Don't, have don't you guys ever heard of both? On. <laughs> Less is more. Practice contouring.